You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Wildcard weekend is over. There were a few surprises. The biggest surprise to me, by the way, was Corey's best bets of the week. I'm sorry to do this, Corey. That was a bad week. Yeah. I only took two, though, so we'll be all right. Yeah, you only took two. So I, I said, I'm a, I'll be honest, I'm a little more comfortable this weekend. We'll talk about it later, but the playoffs scare me a little bit. Um, I wasn't hot on too many games last weekend, and I, I didn't come through. Own two, but we'll be okay. We'll come back strong. The Titans beat the Patriots. That to me was the most interesting. And I, did I argue with you about that? You called it. You called it. Say that again. Tony called Titans over the Patriots. And I, I was like in my gut, just figured the Patriots would come out and roll this team and that defense would show up and just dominate. But I was completely wrong. Well, that's okay. I'm glad you were wrong, to be honest. For personal reasons. Good. But anyway. Are the Patriots done? I, I think they are. I think they're done. I'm worried. I don't want to say that. I'm not saying that because I'm not saying they're done because they're tricking us into saying they're done. That's what they do, Corey. I don't know, man. This, this feels way different than any other season. I mean, they've, they've been, they've looked pretty bad this year. The giants hiring, hiring one of their coaches, Tom Brady being an unrestricted free agent. Josh McDaniels having an interview on Saturday with the Browns makes this feel different. So Josh McDaniels isn't going anywhere. Okay, go on. The way I could see this could be a stretch, but the way I could see this off season going is right now. They're just kind of the season's over. They're just kind of chilling. But if Brady decides to go somewhere else, I could see Belichick stepping away and McDaniels taking over this team because I think when he doubled back on the Colts, I think there was a handshake agreement that he would be the next coach of the Patriots. And I think this feels like the right time for that to happen if Brady leaves to just bring in McDaniels, change, you know, change another guard, start fresh. It's a new Patriots. No, no, no. I think Bill's got a lot left in the tank. And I honestly think that Bill wouldn't, would, I think it's different this time because Brady might have a year or two left at top level. His, the fact of the matter is, just like with Peyton Manning, with his neck and all that nerve damage and all that stuff, his brain was still right. And as a game manager, he still has a lot of value. I could see Brady. I don't think Brady's coming back to the Patriots. I think somebody's going to pay him more money. And I think Bill's going to have to make that decision. Ultimately, I, 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 I see it being Kraft wants Brady, Brady wants money. Bill wants to win and it's paper, scissors, rock. Yep. And we, we know that Belichick's talked about, he wanted Garoppolo and Kraft got rid of him. And I think if, if that would have went down totally different, Brady would already be elsewhere or retired and there'd be Garoppolo there in new England. But I don't know. I, I, I talk about the quarterback contracts all the time. I do. And I've talked about it. Tom Brady's taken pay cuts all throughout his career. And it's because that 
organization is so well put together. Kraft and Belichick can convince him to take less money because they put championships in the forefront, but he's got his championships. So now's a great opportunity for him to just say, F it. I'm going to go get some money. Well, here, and here's the interesting part. You nailed it. Tom Brady took all those sacrifices for all those years to have the strength around him. And now when Tom Brady needed that support system the most, it failed him. That, that's, that's the thing I think that's different to me is Tom Brady wants his money and he's a competitor and he wants to win. There's no, we see contracts sometimes that don't make a lot of sense, but we understand it's a business decision. They went to make the money, but they know they're not going to win. That Tom Brady's not going to put himself in that situation. I think Tom Brady's going to a team where he believes he can win, where he can win, and where they're going to pay him a bunch of money. And the fact of the matter is the money that Tom Brady's going to be offered to him now that he's an unrestricted free agent, I don't see the Patriots. They're not that organization. They're not going to pay him. Maybe they will. Maybe it's a one or two year deal. I don't know. Maybe there's a closed door meeting and they say, okay, for one year, we're going to do this. But then that, but here's the catch with that is it doesn't solve the other problem. Now you don't have that money to build the foundation that Tom Brady desperately needs. Yeah. He's not going to be there next year. The more I think about this and I could see him retiring too. I could just see that happening. Tom Brady's not retiring. You don't. Well, I guess he has said that he's not done. Um, the Chargers has been everybody's common pick because they're going to LA. Yeah. Build excitement. There's some other teams they talked about. They've talked about the Colts. I've heard that thrown up, thrown out a few times. I mean, it it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, from a Colts perspective, you could plot, you know, make those two guys compete, Brissett and Brady, get a little competition in there. But oh my God. Say that again. What? Make Tom Brady and Brissett compete? Stop. Who knows, man? Maybe that takes Brissett to the next level. You never know. Oh, my gosh. Corey, don't double down on it. Jacoby Brissett and Tom Brady? All I'm saying is Jacoby Brissett looked real good the first half of the season before all the injuries happened. I mean, he was up there with Pat Mahomes and stats. And then the team starts getting decimated. And now he's just, he's not a very good quarterback all of a sudden, but he looked pretty damn good at the beginning of the year. Listen, I've heard conversations about Tom Brady to the Colts. And I agree that it does make sense. I don't, I don't like that as a Colts fan, but maybe that's because I'm a Colts fan. The one bugaboo with that is I don't think Boward would pay him. So if he's wanting money, I don't know. If well, the that's Colts true. Would, I don't, I don't think the Colts would give it. That's to a him. good point. You're right. I, I don't accept for a second though, that Tom Brady and Brissett would have a fair fight. That's not the case at all. It's just not the case. I mean, as a coach, you got to trade, you got to trade Brissett. Uh, you got to no, find no, somebody no, for no, Brissett. No. You can't have, no, you can't, you can't. I don't think you can do that. You're going to tell Brissett, listen, Tom Brady's going to beat Brissett for the job. That's how it works. And you're going to tell Brissett to sit on the bench again for another year or two. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. You're under contract, Jacoby. Well, you're going to be the greatest backup quarterback of all time. And you're going to sit right here. Melvin Gordon was on a contract too, and he didn't show up to work. And if I was Jacoby Brissett and you brought in Tom Brady, I don't know that I would do it. All right. Get Chad Kelly on the phone. Jacoby wants to sit on the bench. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm not saying that I'm not willing to go back and sit down as a backup if that's what I am. I don't think that Jacoby believes that. I think he's been talked to like a a starting quarterback. I think that's his mindset moving forward. That's what I mean when I say that. And he's not going to go back to the bench for a year or two to become the starter again one day, maybe. And I believe that Tom Brady would win that job. And I believe that the presence of Tom Brady would tell Jacoby that he was done. No, I mean, that makes sense. I guess, I, that's what I, I guess that's you my thought. Yeah. You can't bench Jacoby and then 
you can't, groom him you again. can't, that's exactly my point. You can't bench him for a year or two. You have to bench him and you're the backup for the rest of our career or. Yeah. I'm yeah. Lo- I'd love to would be the backup for the rest of his career. <laughs> Ouch. I mean, he's, he's a good, he, he's better than most I'm, of the backups in the league. I am tired about talking about the Patriots. You're the one who always brings them up. I'm tired of bringing them up, man. A couple of other games of note. Your Saints got fucked again. Well, yeah. <laughs> My Saints got fucked again. Your no, Super they didn't. They, I, you know what, though? No, I agree. I don't know if they did or not. To be honest with they you, that if I was Kyle Rudolph, I'd do the exact same thing. There's a lot of contact going on there. The only thing about it that I don't like is the precedent had been set for that to, for that to be offsetting penalties. That's what it should have been. I do believe it should have been offsetting penalties. If they'd have called it and it was three and 15, the way that Kirk cousins was playing, Kirk cousins finally had his Monday night game on a Sunday night. So I guess it wasn't a Monday night game, which is funny. Was it Sunday night? It was Sunday at four. Yeah. That turned into Sunday night. By the time he was in overtime, it was Sunday night, right? Yeah. Perfect. Finally had a Sunday night game. It's funny because he joked, they asked him about, about going up against New Orleans and being the underdog. And they asked him all those things. And before the game, he chuckled and said, well, it's not a Monday night, so we should be good. And I think that's hilarious. Nice. Yeah. Well, he understands what it is. Finally, Kirk Cousins earned his contract, though. Those deep throws in the fourth quarter and in overtime blew my mind. I mean, they look good. They looked great, Corey. He hasn't earned the contract yet. He hasn't. He, he paid him to come in there and win a Super Bowl. Well, you know what? He just beat New Orleans, who I picked for the Super Bowl. I picked yep. him to win the Super Bowl. He just beat, in my mind, the most complete team in the NFL. So is he going to be, in, in my opinion, the most complete team in the NFL in the 49ers? Oh, he's not going to do it. Are they, is that one of your bets of the week? Oh, yeah. Let's do well, it. Well, hold on real quick. I don't, I agree that a penalty shouldn't have been called there. I mean, it's overtime in the playoffs. Let them be physical and play it out. I mean, it, in that situation, if you're the DB, you just got to win that battle. That's all I got to say about that. Well, yeah, you got to win the battle. Because worst thing that happens is he catches the touchdown anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a good point. That's a really good point, by the way. Kyle Rudolph did what it took, and... The other guy didn't. Yeah, if you got to throw a yeah. hand in the chest, okay. you know, do it. All right. If it gets called, it gets called. You're doing what you, what you got to do to win. Risk it for the biscuit, baby. Corey, I want to talk about the best bets. Let's do it. Best bets of the week. All right. Best bets of the week time. 0 and 2 last week. I think that makes me 14, 7, and 1 on the season. Terrible. The absolutely horrid. So we got to get back on track this week. I've got four games. First bet of the week, I've got my Super Bowl pick in here. 49ers minus seven versus the Vikings. We just talked about Kirk Cousins. Um, I think he falls on his face this week, even though I said that about Tannehill last week. They got to go on the road to the 49ers. That place is going to be pretty wild. New stadium. Fresh quarterback contract. And they're already in the mix. Um, I think the 49ers... Just the way they're kind of built like the Ravens. They're just, they don't have one guy that they lean on to win these football games, which I think makes them, they don't have as many weak spots when you're, when your team's built like that. They're not relying on Garoppolo to go out there and win in football games. Like say the Seahawks are with Russell Wilson. So 
I do think Vikings do have some weak spots. I think the 49ers roll the Vikings here and cover the seven point spread. I'm taking 49ers minus seven. Got anything to say about that? No. All right. Next one. We've got the Ravens minus nine and a half versus the Titans. Tony, you disagree here, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You love you some Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Listen, I don't love Derrick Henry. First of all, I want to be on the record publicly saying I really didn't like Derrick. I started all this as a fantasy analyst for the Dynasty Nerds. Find me on Twitter at Commissioner Mister. Find them at Dynasty Nerds. By the way, sign up for a cup of coffee with Rich and the Dynasty Nerds. It's, if you're playing fantasy football, it's 100% worth like three bucks a month. I don't even want to get into all that, but it check it out at least. Go, go look at it. If you're listening and you play fantasy football, look at it. It's worth it. Anyway, from a fantasy perspective, I don't like Derrick Henry at all which is really counterintuitive. It does seem like kind of bad advice. I just didn't buy it. I didn't believe in it. I thought it was like a four game fluke. And then all of a sudden Tennessee woke up and they kept giving this monster, the ball. We talked about space jam last week with, yeah. uh, with the Niners. Yeah. And I agree with that. Derrick Henry is one of those guys in space jam. I mean, that's just what he is. Freaking biggest dude on the field. One of the fastest dudes on the field. I should have believed in him a long time ago. But I still have the same reservations. When you're that big, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I, my brain doesn't process it. I think I said it before. It's like Eric Ebron playing running back. Like, it's just a giant dude. And it's a shame that they took this long to unleash him, but it's working out. It kind of helps Tannehill, who he knows is not an elite quarterback, but he looks like one right now. But, but that's, not the, that's not the point. That's right. I am worried about this bet. And my, from my thought is the, the defense is stout. The running game is real. This game should be played on the ground and oh yeah, I expect it to be a low scoring game. I think that plus seven makes no sense. I mean, plus seven for the Titans makes plus a nine and a half plus nine and a half on the Titans makes a lot of sense to me because I don't think they're going to win. I expect them to lose to the Ravens. I think they could win. I don't expect it. I remember so many years when the Colts played so well at the end of the season, they win that first game. And they go into the divisional round and get absolutely trampled by like the Patriots or another top tier team, which I just, I just think that's what's going to happen here with the Titans. It's been a great story. It's been a great run. I think they're a good football team, but I think the Ravens could win by three or more touchdowns. I talked about a few weeks ago, their average margin of victory is 15 points. And if that offense gets moving, they can't be stopped. Give me the Ravens minus nine and a half. Next bet on the list, Texans plus 9.5 at Chiefs. Corey, are you okay? Go ahead. Just go. Just go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, when I look at that plus 9.5, my first thought is, hey, I don't mind that bet, except it's against the Chiefs with the, I think, the most underrated offense in, in the football right now. Are you, is it the same argument I just had about Tennessee with the Texans? What yeah, you, it's what's basically your a flip flop. A flip flop in here. So, uh, and I've talked about it before. I think the Chiefs have a great offense, but their offense has a bigger chance of bogging down than the Ravens does. And the Texans still have Deshaun Watson. So quarterbacks play a big, and a lot of these picks just come from the inside, my gut. The T Texans have Deshaun Watson, who is farther in the playoffs than I believe he's ever been. And this is a chance for him 
to win a football game and go to the AFC Championship and get to the Super Bowl. So I don't think the Chiefs blow them out. Texans are definitely going to cover nine and a half. It's going to be a great football game. I do think uh, the Texans play a little keep up at the end. It ends up being a close game. But yeah, Texans plus nine and a half. Game four, I've got Seahawks plus four at the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is the last uh, so-called old guy here in the playoffs. Breeze is gone. Brady's gone. I predicted it last week, the changing of the guard. All the young guys are here. Russell Wilson's kind of in the middle of that, that age group, but I guess six out of your eight quarterbacks are pretty young. I think it's, Seahawks just win. That's just how I feel about this game. Seahawks go into Green Bay. They win the football game, and they go to the MC Championship. Aaron Rodgers just hasn't – he's had some good games this year. He just hasn't had that – That like, I remember week one of not this season, but the previous season, he came back down from 21 against – was it the Bears? Did they play week one? In week one, yeah, was the Green Bay at Chicago. But that they, was a really low-scoring game. No, did they do it two years in a row? What do you mean? Because I remember week one, it wasn't this year. It was the previous season, so 2018. No, I, I don't know what the schedule was, but I know that they played week one. They played each other week one for opener. I, I think it's year. just really unlikely that they would have done it in 18 and mm-hmm. 19. So maybe it was like a week one or week two, maybe week three. But Rodgers was coming back from 21 points down, and he just hasn't done that this year. They're a good football team, but... I think Russell Wilson just pulls through again. DK Metcalf, by the way, he's looked really good. He had a lot of question marks coming into the draft, and I think all the talk just dropped his draft stock. I totally agree. But he's going to be the next elite wide receiver. But anyways, Seahawks win. DK Metcalf shows up again. Russell Wilson wins this football game. I love it, and I think that's the best bet of the week. The best of the best bets. The best Best, best. of the week. I think that's the best one. I agree that they're similar teams and the Seahawks are getting four points slam dunk there. And I would do want to say, I think this, this is the best possible outcome. Just like I said last week, it's the best outcome for the Seahawks because now new Orleans has been knocked off and they don't have to go through new Orleans to the Super Bowl. So they're up against the Packers this week. And then after that, we think it's going to be the 49ers for all the chips and they've already played each other twice, and they split it. This is exciting. Oh, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take the Seahawks plus four. Wait, there's more. There's more. Go there's ahead. There's more. So, four bets, four NFL football games this weekend, but there's also a NCAA football national championship. I don't watch a lot of college football, but I like this game a whole lot. I saw it. The line may have moved since I took it, so this may not even be the spread anymore. But I got LSU minus five and a half versus Clemson. They're both great football football teams, but LSU, just like the Ravens, just like the 49ers, they are rolling. And Joe Burrow is living up to all the, all the hype right now. This could be a blowout again for LSU. Five and a half is just not enough for the Clemson. Uh, LSU minus five and a half is a little bonus. Five games this week, only picked two last week. Let's get the record back up, baby. Let's get it back. Hey, and the LSU game and the Clemson games, it's going to be a lot of fun. Joe Burrow's on his way to the NFL. I expect him in Cincinnati. This kind of ties back together. Marvin Jones, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow. This is good. Joe Burrow's the next quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. It just doesn't happen yet. 
Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three. Three.